0: Welcome into the second edition of After the Preds here on Clintonhero.com. I'm Zach James, Assistant Sports Editor, and alongside is sports editor John Grammels. Before we get into any discussion, let's take a look at the prep scoreboard from Tuesday night. That included the Clinton River Queens beating Davenport Central 51 to 32 in Girls Basketball on Tuesday night. The Prince of Pete's boys winning 54-30 and other scores. The Northeast Boys won 56-20. Command boys winning 68-54 the Calumet Mintz- Sweetland Boys beating Easton Valley 74-50. Makoketa defeating Anamosa 68-59. Bellevue losing to Class 2A No. 9 Cascade 62-43. Central DeWitt remains winless with a loss to Solon 69-42. On the girls' side, the Command Groves winning 47-45. Bellevue defeated Cascade 47-38. Easton Valley won on a last second free throw of sixty three, sixty two, and on Monday night Fulton defeated Rock Ridge 61-23 and Prince of Peace girls lost to Midland 59-26 to and John what stands out to you from those games?
1: Well as you said uh, Prince of Peace boys won and they're off to a really nice start they look like a pretty solid team good senior leadership a good senior uh, laden team and uh, you know you've seen them how good are they?
0: This In my four years here, I've been here for four basketball seasons now, and this might be the best Irish team among those four years. Yes, in in my first season here, they had Nick Roth, Lucas Laufenberg, and I don't want to discredit those two, gentlemen. Those two were very valuable to the Irish program when they were uh, high schoolers, but this team is very, very intelligent. They're smart. They're quick. Seth Moeller carries this team, and the Irish could go a very long way in the playoff run, and Moeller might be a front runner for Player of the year when late february rolls around
1: and uh it's going to be interesting because on saturday they play host to uh northeast at a late afternoon game at uh, central catholic auditorium those guys used to be conference rivals in the big east now prince of peace has gone to the tri rivers uh Northeast along with Comanche and Bellevue have split off and gone to the River Valley Conference but they get a great uh, non-conference matchup against each other. Travis Eversmeyer has that Northeast team unbeaten, playing very well. They're ranked 4th in the state. That'll be a big test for Prince of Peace but it should be a pretty entertaining game.
0: And if Prince of Peace gets a home win in that, they're going to get some pretty good tournament points down the road as well but like you said, Northeast number 4 in class 2A and uh, rolling along too.
1: And then, uh, you know, talking about big games too uh, Friday night, what you'll be at that should really be an exciting one two teams tied for ninth in the state in class two a Comanche and Cascade go at it and that should be a really good uh, doubleheader the Cascade and Comanche girls also have a very good teams so you know that should be one of the the better Matchups around, too, and that's going to be just a really, uh, as you know, for fans, as good about a 24 hour period of basketball as you can find, starting with that game on Friday night. Saturday, uh, you can go over in the uh, Route 84 tournament that Fulton and West Carroll host. We'll have some games all day going. Uh, then you've got Northeast and Prince of Peace playing in the afternoon. You also have uh, Comanche and Easton Valley playing at night. That would so, be good, too. So, I, you know, a, a basketball junkie can get a heck of a fill on good basketball this weekend.
0: And I am going to get that good fill this weekend, too, and I'm pretty excited about the upcoming weekend. And you can read, in coming up in Thursday's Herald, in John's column, what that 24-hour period will mean to the Gateway area. Moving on to national storylines now. Uh, Chris Sale has been traded from Chicago to Boston. It's a good deal. Yoan Moncada, uh, the top prospect in all of Major League Baseball, was involved in the deal. Ch- Chicago gets him. Uh, I believe he'll start the season in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, in an area very near and dear to your heart. I think the Red Sox did win this deal. Although, I will say this, I, despite this deal, I still think the Yankees are the favorite in the AL East as we talk right now.
1: You knew since about midseason that, that it was probably the end for Chris Sale in Chicago when he had his little tantrum and ripped up, cut up the, the retro uniforms. You Hopefully know.
0: the Yankees don't have, I mean the Red Sox don't have throwback uniforms.
1: But uh, that, that you, you know, it's kind of understandable that he'd be frustrated for a lot of other reasons though too, that, you know, he's pitched his... You know, really good ball for four, five, six five, six years there, and they've got really nothing to show for it. Uh, you know, the trouble with a deal like that is that you never know about prospects. You know, sometimes they pan <laughs> out, sometimes they don't. So, you know, in, in five years from now, the, the White Sox may look back and go, boy, this is the best deal we ever made. They may look back and say, boy, that was a lousy deal. The other thing you don't know is just, you know, you watch Chris Sale pitch and you – you say, "Boy, with the way his arm action is, he's gonna get a dead arm at some point, so you know maybe this is the year his arm goes out too, and all of a sudden it's a it's a total steal for the for the White Sox, but it's a deal they had to make and and you know one of the things about Chicago teams is that for so long, they've kind of resisted. And the Cubs were like this for a long time, too, that they thought they had to build through free agents and trades and things like that because their fans wouldn't go for a total rebuilding mm-hmm. effort. You know, the Cubs kind of proved that, that you know, you can build through through a few minor, minor trades or trades of, of getting prospects and also developing some players, and you look at where they are now, and you know maybe now the White Sox do that—they get rid of a couple more players, and you know maybe they do have a couple of lean years, and, and down the road maybe they're back in the in the World Series.
0: And part of the reason why I think the Yankees will win the AL East is because they'll get a Roldan Chapman, and the Cubs made an insurance policy out of that late Tuesday night by trading by getting Wade Davis, trading away Jorge Soler to the Kansas City Royals. So it looks like. Wade Davis is going to be the new closer on the north side of Chicago. I want to stay with the prospects for just one quick minute. We haven't talked about this. We haven't really put this in print yet, but Alex Jackson had, was traded to Atlanta last week uh, as part of a, a, that involved many prospects. You talk about prospects that didn't work out. He had a decent year here in Clinton, but uh, just didn't climb the ladder among the Seattle farm system.
1: Well, you just gotta wonder what uh, what the brass in Seattle thought about him. That you know, apparently they didn't see enough uh, upside that they decided to keep him. Uh, you know, he struggled when he first came here, uh, got sent down, did okay, but he's just never quite had the had the production that you'd expect from a guy taken that high in the draft. Was he? I think number six overall, and uh, you know they decided to to go a different direction. But boy, you know you've been at the low A level long enough and that kind of thing happens that, you know, there's some guys who are drafted high who never amount to anything. And some guys who, who are studs right away. And, and then there are some other guys who it takes a while, you know, they have to figure some things out and, you know, that might be the category that alex jackson's in right now
0: and hopefully he can find some success through the atlanta Braves system thanks for listening to the second edition of after the press here on clintonherald.com and on soundcloud make sure to check out all our stories at clintonherald.com and to follow us on twitter at cherald underscore sports for sports editor john grimmels this is assistant sports editor zach james thanks for listening